Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. We have a very lively morning going on. It's the Monday after Halloween. Welcome specifically to episode 191. I thought it was 190, but in reality, it's 191. This is really something. Good morning. How is everyone doing? We have a very lively RPAN section this morning. All sorts of new people asking me all sorts of questions. People concerned about my hat. I was just explaining. You know, the hat is definitely part of the package. If you're tuning into this show because you have nothing better to do, if you're live on RPAN, okay, you're doing the thing. I've done it a thousand times, right? You, you scroll through the thing and you see some guy, you know, smoking a bowl. You see you see someone uh, making a tuna salad sandwich, right? You see some lady nif- uh, knitting an afghan, all right? And then you and then you f- you flip by and then you see my live stream. And every once in a while, there's something happens I think in the brain of someone who's used to watching stuff on Arpan. They say, "Oh, who's this fucking guy? This is at least different." You know? I've learned over time. I do think that my show seems to be pretty different for the whole uh, Arpan world, right? Which I love. I love our pet. I'm never leaving. I'm always going to do this. But my show's a little different because I do I do talk directly to people and, you know, whatever. I have the gift of gab, apparently. So it's maybe it's refreshing to people. People people get on this thing and say, oh, whatever. Well, I, I did not plan. I have something to talk about today that's very important. And you guys that have tuned into the show a lot... You'll know how serious this is, how serious I take this, okay? I don't like to, even though I'm I'm a live streamer and somehow internet famous for an old guy, it's insane how internet famous I am for as old and lame as I am. This is a weird mix. But you long timers will know I, I protect my identity really quite a bit, quite a bit. I, w- I will, I try to do everything in my power to keep people off balance, to not understand who the hell I am and where I am. I don't care who you are. I don't, if you're looking for me and trying to find me, I don't care. I don't care how lovely you are, how soft your skin looks. I don't care what's going on. I'm gonna throw you off balance because I, I like my anonymity. Okay, so that's the that's the preface. now. Last night I went to a Halloween party in the neighborhood, and I've said before, we're as far as I understood last night. Here's where we're at with my identity. The kids in my neighborhood, unfortunately, have an inkling of what I do, and this whole thing. Okay. The kids in my neighborhood, at least one of them knows I do. A sh- I'm a live streamer, and they know a little bit about my legend past. Although, thank Christ, I don't think they understand what, you know, organized crime is really all about and all that shit. Again, allegedly for entertainment purposes, okay? But it's maybe a little nervous. Now, to my knowledge, none of the, none of the uh, adults know, okay? And I want to keep it that way. So... I'm going out. The kids... I'm like a, the fun uncle in the neighborhood, right? All the kids 
they're lovely, they're fun, I'm fun, they enjoy me, all that stuff. It's awesome. I was invited to go trick-or-treating with this whole group. Well, before trick-or-treating, the kids put together this little, let's call it a, we'll call it a play, all right? It was like a little pre, a little show to kick off the night of trick-or-treating. It was really, really cute. They came up with this themselves. They planned it. They set out, uh, we were meeting at one of the neighbor's houses. They set out chairs. And uh, it was well done for a bunch of little dinky dudes that, you know, don't know how to do that shit normally. They, they, they organized it. They set out chairs. They put name cards on the chairs. So when you arrive at the house, one of the little kids would be there to greet you. Come on in. Welcome. Please, and here's what they said. Please find your name. There are name cards on the chairs. Please find your name, they said. Please find your name. Okay, I'm walking around looking for my name, right? Mr. V or Mr. Tony. The the kids call me Mr. Tony all the time, all right? Now, as soon as I saw my name card, I stole the motherfucker because this is bad news. Look at the name card that was sitting around. A bunch of parents were already there. They had looked at all the name cards. Look at this shit. Let me try and get the lighting. You Spotify listeners, to my horror, this name card says Chicago Tony V. There's better lighting. Do you see that shit? Look at my jowls under that name card. Chicago Tony V. That's what my name card said. (laughs) This is horrible. This is horrible. Uh, so I plucked the name card, I put it in my pocket, and I sweated bullets for the rest of the night. I think it's just a matter of days before this whole thing crashes and burns. Once my neighbors are hip to this shit, I'm totally fucked. Excuse my French. I mean, this is not good. I don't know what to do. Why did I? The kids, now, God love them. They, from their perspective, okay, they have a comic book character living in their neighborhood, right? Somehow, one, they already thought I was cool and interesting. And, of course, I own a Bambalance and, you know, whatever. I drive them around on the 4th of July, spinning the lights and all that shit. Salty is right. The kids are going to out me. And maybe they already have. Before this show, they already thought, I'm some cool, I'm just fascinating and cool and interesting. But now, with this thing, now they think I'm a, a, a celebrity. I don't know how to stop this. I can't sit them down. I think it's only going to egg them on. If I sit them down and, and say, look, look. And of course, you don't want to do this. Hey, look. Don't ever say anything to your parents, right? It's just a bad look. It's a bad look. So I, unless there's something I'm not thinking of, you know, unless there's something I'm not thinking of, I think I just got to be quiet and just let it roll. All right. Chicago Tanks music homework today, everybody, is Meatloaf Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Oh my God, what a jam. I freaking love that song. I love that song. 
Yeah, Salty agrees. Please do not say to the kids, don't say anything to your parents. That's right. That would be such a bad look. I just got to shut up and just see what happened. The whole evening, it was supposed to be nothing but fun. But I was sitting there sweating bullets. Now, here's a, I have another interesting update for some of you long timers. Check it out. For you people that I did a show a while back. I was having, I was sipping uh, scotch on the front porch, like in the summer, with some of my neighbors, and one of my lady neighbors was sitting there. And and by the way, I was, I think I was wearing this very hat, and she looked at me, and she's like, "Oh my God, you're perfect for my friend. You're perfect for my friend. She's single." She would love you. It's perfect. And of course, I'm, I'm just thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, you know. There's nobody's perfect, first of all. But I know damn well that I'm not perfect, right? So whatever, grain of salt. She's like, no, 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 no. She's telling me about the friend, you know. Oh, you got to Here's her name. She's lovely. She showed me a picture or two. It's like, and, and it, I, I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, she looks pretty, you know, but it just, whatever. And then nothing, nothing ever, ever after, right? Nothing ever after, you know, I, and I totally forgot about it. Well, last night, she brings the friend <laughs> to the thing after, this is, this is like three, three months since she mentioned it, maybe. She brought the friend and out of nowhere. Now I'm dressed like an Amish dude, right? I posted pictures to the Twitter at Chicago Tony is the is the Twitter account. I'm an Amish dude. I'm dressed as an Amish dude, which the big joke is that was not a costume for me at all. Like this morning, I posted, "Here's a picture of me dressed for Halloween, and then here's a picture of me working on the farm this summer." You'll see that this is how I normally dress on the farm. Anyway, out of nowhere, here's my friend. I was telling you about hint, hint, or whatever, and I'm just. Like, what is she talking about? And then I, oh, oh, okay. All right, all right. Oh, hi, nice to meet you. Uh, whatever. We had a we had a conversation. It was, uh, it was just really wild. And uh, I mean, for the record, it, uh, it turns out she was beautiful. My goodness, beautiful. Uh, but for a guy like me, she's got to be beautiful on the inside. Or no, no dice, no dice remains to be seen but anyway all i could think was like because this freaking name card thing right this this chicago tony v thing all i could think about <laughs> the whole night is what does everyone know what do they know have, have my neighbors seen 20 25 of my shows like what's the reality i can't ask them now i'm uh, i'm introduced to this lady who who you know someone thinks i'd be such a great match for and that's all i could think hi nice to meet you do you know about my secret life? Like, do you have any idea? I couldn't get it. It was the most uncomfortable thing. I couldn't get it out of my head. What do you do? What do you do with that? Yeah, oh, Tanun, absolutely right. That's right. That's right. You can't... You can't be doing anything with, with somebody's kid and not tell the parents. Absolutely right. I get it. And yes, it goes without saying. It goes without saying. Uh, let's see. 
anyway, so what an evening. What an evening. It is very weird. And then of course I'm I'm playing this dual role. This this dual, I mean it really is in a way this dual existence. Through the magic of this show and all you guys and all this fun we've had together. Uh is by the way, Tank, I saw you post about this. What is this about? Tank says the switch happens today. What are you switching? I, I caught this on Discord, and I don't know what you're talking about. What did I miss? The switch happens today. Most amazing of baboons. I don't know who that is. Bob Moiskins. I don't know who that is. Probably a fat guy, though. Anyway. This dual existence, right? I'm sitting in this real party with all these real people I know. But then also, I'm interacting with all the pepperonis, right? On Discord and Twitter and, you know, a couple text messages here and there. It is this weird dual thing. And I've talked about it before. When you do this show, like a lot of us are dear friends. Some of you lovely people, you know, Tank, Amber, Robo Kitty, etc., 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 Salty. It goes on and on and on. Sofa, it's like we're I, dear friends, right? That's the way I feel about it, you know? We keep in touch all this time. But there's still part of my brain where it's all been virtual, you know? It's all been virtual, and I still have this nagging thing. It's like, what if AI is so good that it, that it has figured out how to build this world that feels real to me? But it's not, it's not real. Every once in a while, I wonder, are you AI people? Tank says the, the big change is no beer. On to bourbon and scotch for winter months. Very nice. Now I get it. Okay. That, I was, I was really, I saw you post that to Discord, and I was like, what is Tank talking about? What did I miss? Okay, that makes good sense. Yeah, Salty says it's the Matrix, bruh. I mean, so I really have thought about this, and it was weird last night being at the same time, real life friends, right in front of my face, my my pepperoni friends, right? Which we haven't, it's all been virtual. It's like, this is why I think it's honestly going to be more and more important for us to figure out a a way to actually like congregate somewhere, because... It's one thing, like some of you guys, I see you on the live stream, right? And then and then there's like this next level, like we get text back and forth. And then there's this next level of like we have phone calls back and forth, you know? like we, And that's all, and of course, video things. But can I really prove it to my brain that is suspecting? Why would someone from God knows where, Whatever, be interested in me, be my friend and all. So I think what my brain needs is I need to, in physical reality, I need to go meet pepperonis face to face, eyeball to eyeball. I need you to, from your voice to my eardrums, right? I need to hear you. I need to see you. What are the senses? I need to touch you. And 
to make it real for my brain. <laughs> you know? I hope the Robo Kitty's in a busy doing something else so she doesn't feel so harassed. Okay, Bluebird8491. Ramblin' Tony Show. I am rambling. I do this every morning. I just say whatever whatever comes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Tank invited me for lunch when I came out to see, see my mom. And Tank, when I have a little time, I swear to God, we're getting together. We got to invite uh, Jeff, the vet author, too. He's in the Chicago area. We got to... We got to get a grinder and and uh, and drink some booze and have a good old time. You know? Salty says, let's go have a nice Italian lunch with tablecloths and shit. I'll wear my ICP shirt. <laughs> That's a good one, Salty. Hey, let the record show. Salty really is one of the very first pepperonis. Like, like... Salty was in on the very first live streams. It's amazing to think of, really. You know, it's just nuts. Let me change something on my screen for you people. Like every so far, every Friday we do. We we actually we started doing the live stream from not from Reddit for once. We do it from Twitch slash YouTube slash whatever. So if anyone's interested, there's my Twitch address: twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. So, yeah, Insane Clown Posse shirt. Oh, my God. Whatever. Anyway, Halloween. What else for Halloween? It's a freaking miracle that I didn't eat any Halloween candy. Total freaking miracle. You know. First time ever. So proud of myself. Let's see. Let's see. I was told that the mailbag is like crazy overflowing. So I better I better just get to some. We'll see how, where it goes. This is normally we don't kind of dig into the mailbag till like 730. But uh, let's try and rock and roll on some of these. The If anyone wants to send a letter into the show, please do. We love it. It's fun. The email address is ChicagoTonyV at gmail.com. I had to think about it for a second. Um. So send a letter and uh, and we'll read it on the air. Okay, so having said that, here's the first letter. Let's see what we got. Uh, Dear Tony, this week I have to fire an employee for the first time ever. I'm beyond nervous, even though this person completely deserves what is coming. Any advice on how to do this? I'll be so glad when this is over and thanks for any advice. This is from Kip. From Pottstown, Pennsylvania. All right. Firing your first employee, eh? It's like that either means one of two things. It's like either you've been insanely lucky with like hiring the right people, which is probably not the case. And uh, more more likely, you're, you're kind of new to having uh, employees, right? Okay, so it's not a big deal. I mean, one day what you want to uh, shoot for is you have like HR people that just do it all for you and you don't even have to worry about it and they got a whole system. All right, but in the meantime, Kip, here's what you do. Here's what you're looking for. The big secret is it's going to be short and sweet. It's not like a, it's not a negotiation. So when you have an employee that you know it's over, you're going to fire them. 
Okay, there, it's not it's not going to be a long conversation. And if it's a long conversation, that means you've done something wrong. Okay, so this is going to be a one-sided conversation. Now, going into this thing, we assume that this is going to work well if you've done your job before that, which is managing the person correctly, letting them know along the way, hey, there's reasons that I'm getting kind of displeased with what's going on. You know, you need to change your behavior in these ways. Let's how can we help you redirect and become a better employee and all that stuff? If you've done it right, by the time it comes to fire an employee, they know what's coming. And they're almost like thinking, oh, thank Christ it's over because I knew I was in the doghouse, right? Now, sometimes you have to do it because some financial thing hits you out of nowhere and it's a little bit different story. But regardless, when you're firing someone, this is a short, this is not a discussion. There's not a place on the agenda for the employee to state their case. No, this should be, if your conversation is more than three minutes long, you fucked it up somehow. Excuse my French. So have all your ducks in a row, understand what all the particulars are. Like when, you know, when you, when they should leave, which should be right then. Okay. Pack your stuff. You got to say it in a nice way, but please collect your belongings. You know, I need, here's what I need from you. Um, you know, whatever. Do they have a key to the place? Do what? Um, collect everything. And after this conversation, you're packing up your things. And it's been great. And I wish you the best of luck. And please let me know how I can help you out. But, you know, you're you're leaving now. Okay. And then make sure to cover your bases if, they're, if they've got whatever. Company computer. Just think about what passwords they have. What do you need to do behind the scenes? Get organized. Organization. Quick conversation kip bada bing good luck remember if it's if it's more than three minutes long you have made a mistake if you find that you're sitting there and the employees crocodile tears and yeah but uh you know my kid needs new braces and uh this uh, my wife just lost her job you're already in deep waters this has already gone gone too long short and sweet all right good luck kip Yeah, haunted at birth knows how that how, what the employee wants to say. So I've worked here 20 years and you send me out like that? Yes, short and sweet. Again, if Kip is doing his job right, the employee knows, already knows this is already obvious. Kip has already had several meetings saying, hey, this isn't going well. I don't like what's happening. Can you please change this? And then another meeting. Uh, remember what we talked about, how you need to change? Please. So... If you do it right, the employees should be like, thank Christ. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, what do rich people buy that poor people don't even think about or know exists? This is from Glenn from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, very interesting question. Very interesting question. Now, I want to make the point. I'm only allegedly wealthy. Okay, I was, I w will I go so far as to say in my childhood... I, I grew up in a very well-to-do family, okay? But now I'm only willing to go so far as to say I'm allegedly wealthy. It's all relative, okay? I think a lot of people would look at me and say, oh my God, you're rich. But then a lot of people would look at me and, and say, eh, I'm not too impressed, you know? One of those deals. So... 
Uh, what are they? Interesting question. What are they? What are rich people buy that poor people are don't even think about? Well, I mean, some easy stuff like things like insurance, right? Does a poor person uh, buy life insurance? They're probably not really thinking in those terms. Um, you know, flood insurance, all sorts of like like any of the in insurance stuff. You know, there's probably all sorts of stuff that. Uh, a lower economic spectrum person maybe doesn't even know it exists. Like I remember um, when I was a kid, one of that, my, my mom had this hobby of building new houses, right? She'd work with an architect and all that shit. And I remember one of the houses uh, like had heated floors in all the bathrooms, <laughs> you know. Because there's that thing, if you have tile floors, right, and it's the winter, it's a Chicago winter, and you're in your bare feet because you're going to take a shower or whatever, well, the tile floor can be a little cold. Well, when you have resources, right, you have money to burn and all that stuff, you do things like you 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 buy heated floors. There are probably a lot of people that just don't even know that exists, uh, you know. But then you get into, like, this level of crazy shit, right, that... Uh, that wealthy people do, you know, stupid cars and stupid houses and stuff like that. But like uh, one that even I would say well-to-do people, there are probably a lot of people that shouldn't really afford to do this, but they do it anyway. That's it's, Think of like uh, things like pet therapy. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> when I started here, Hearing about people that take their pets to therapists, I just thought, oh my God, this is beautiful. What more money down a rat hole can there be? Now, I don't mean to offend anyone who's listening live right now and happens to take their pet to a therapist. As a matter of fact, I'm open. If you would like to argue for this and to say this is reasonable, I'm all ears. Good morning, lady letter carrier. Good to see you, dear. Very nice to see you. Lady's going to be changing her sheets over from... Uh, uh, to flannel from cotton to flannel. Don't ask me how I know that. We've become very close in a, in a short period of time. Oh, Totally Undone has a great one. Rich people buy tickets to space. Yes. That is a great one. Which can we really call this space? I, I have I have my doubts. Aren't they just just flying way up there for just a, a, millis a minute? How long are they actually, quote-unquote, in space? I, it seems to me like this is a very short time. Whether Either spaceship. You got the two. You got Branson's thing, and then you got the the Flying Johnson, right? The the, the Amazon, the Amazon Frankenbeans. Which, I mean, could Dr. Evil have devised a better spaceship than that? That flying... Uh, unit I don't know that's a good one that's a good one totally undone tickets to space I love it oh is Jeff the vet author in the house yay there he is hey good morning Jeffrey we were just saying next time I'm up in Chicago you me and tank we gotta we gotta go get the meat sweats right we gotta drink some uh we gotta drink we gotta get the meat sweats whatever that would be super fun wouldn't it <laughs> anyway, 
That's an interesting letter, what to rich people. Okay, let's see, next letter. Hey, Big Diesel, getting married in December and I couldn't be more pumped. I found one of the good ones and I'm never letting her go. My random question is uh, goes like this. We're planning some housing upgrades for our new life together and we're stuck on what size bed to have. What do you think is the perfect size bed for a married couple? This is from Donnie J. First of all, God love you. This is this is tremendous that you're pumped about getting married. You're getting married in December, a winter wedding, a December wedding, which that's ballsy. Maybe you, you're not expecting a whole lot of people because usually people have all sorts of other shit to do in December. But this sounds very positive. God love you. This is great. Um, okay, and what an interesting question. Okay, I'm a weird guy to ask, right? This old single guy, right? Cry myself to sleep every evening. But let me take a crack at it. Let's see. Haunted at birth. Are you you, you liking the show? What's going on? Anyway. All right. Let's take it. All right. What's the smallest bed? Twin bed. You can't do that, right? You can't be a married couple in a twin bed. One of you is going to get flattened like a pancake. Night after night. No go. Can't possibly work. What's after that? Double bed? That's still way too... That's not... It's not workable. Not workable. What do we go to after that? Like queen, queen size bed? Amber says we have a queen size bed. Okay. So that's working for Amber. I think, I think logistically a queen size bed would work. I have a queen size bed. So do I... If I ever had a lady... I don't know. But uh, queen size bed, I could see how that would work. Logistically, that would work. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to make a... Um, I'm going to make a distinction here. Okay, there's a certain... Now, Donnie, I don't know what your wife-to-be is like or what you're like, but sometimes you have a... A spouse that's very highly conscientious, right? It's almost like they have a force field around them, right? Kind of, uh, uh, oh, Robo Kitty says, if you have room for a huge bed, get one. That you're headed where I'm headed, Robo. Let me explain. Sometimes you have a loved one that has a bit of a force field around them, you know, like, uh, and I, I would call this like a, a highly conscientious person, right? The kind of person where it's like, if they're going to get a good night's sleep, they don't want to be accidentally touched. It's nothing against you, right? They just have this this cocoon, right, that they need for them to feel comfortable. So it goes like this. I'm with Robo. If you go with a king size, you just do the biggest and the best. This covers all the bases, it gives you enough space so that if you if your bride to be Donnie is one of those oh my god don't touch me or maybe even like they're so particular it's like the covers have to lay a certain way and all that shit a king bed is big enough you have your own covers you do your own thing you do you be you you do what you got to do right but then there are other times right where your spouse is like hey i'd like to be a little closer if you don't mind 
if you know what I mean. Really close. I would like to be really close. And by the way, we were wearing too much clothing, right? You know where I'm headed, right? King size bed still. You can be as close as you want to be. Like uh, two of those. Whatever. Don't earthworms. They like stick together at times. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it covers all the bases. If she needs to be like, I need my own space. Don't I love you. You're awesome. But. If you fucking touch me, I'm going to slit your throat. <laughs> but then other times it's like, hey, did I ever tell you how handsome you are? King bed is the way to go. That's my argument. That's my argument. Oh, Amber's parents had a king bed. Salty gave me the meow meow award. Something tells me that's not really for me. That might be for a beautiful, talented, elusive pepperoni. Tank says, my bride is that pillow woman. The bigger the bed, the more shit to decorate. <laughs> Actually, good point. I totally forgot about that type of person, too. I have a neighbor who's putting a, a, a new wing on his house just so his wife has more to decorate. Totally undone. Says, I'm married to a tall fella and Queen is almost too small. He's a... Uh, he's a cuddler. He likes to be close. I can't handle being bumped or squished. Thank you, Totally Undone. My point exactly. I think all things lead to a king-size bed. Yeah. Oh, Robo says, I would get a king bed just for myself if I had the room. Uh, but a futon is the best I can do in a small space. Is that what you typed, Futon. All I see is F you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you must say futon. What other sleeping arrangement begins with F you? You know, if I ever came over to see Robo and I was like, where's the bed? I think she would say F you. <laughs> she would say F you. There's the couch. Big guy. Robo says, Tony, what the hell are you talking about? Are you serious? What do you mean, what the hell am I talking about? Have you have you been tuning in and out? I thought we were talking about king-size beds. Good Lord. Or what size bed for a married couple? Did I go on a tangent? I probably did. It wouldn't be the first or last time. Oh, yeah, Tank good, makes a good point. He says, new wing is nothing. I bought a house in Hawaii for his wife. He really did that shit. Can you believe it? So I don't have to spend two hours a day loading and unloading pillows. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, right? Couples need to find, they need to figure out how are we going to coexist, right? I, I know, I know more than one couple that ended up living in different houses. Oh, full. Okay, full, not futon. Thank Christ. Full-size bed. Can you... I want a full, a full. So it goes twin. Does it go twin, full, queen? Twin, full, queen. I wonder if you could fit a, uh, a like a petite paramedic and a fat podcaster on a full-size bed. I don't know. It's a project. That it, it would be a good experiment, wouldn't it? 
Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, I seriously want to get a peek at a day in the life of the Big Diesel. Like, what do you have planned for the weekend? This is obviously a letter from last week. I am fascinated by what happens in your life in between shows. You have a magnanimous personality. This is from Phil T. I wonder what the hell magnanimous means. I, that, that one's new on me. Um, let's see. Well, so what did I have planned for the weekend? Um, I was... I knew I was going trick-or-treating with the neighborhood on Sunday. What else was I going to do? Shit, I can't even remember. What did I do? I don't remember. I'm I, I, So, Phil, my life is pretty boring. I hate to break it to you. It's pretty boring. Yeah, so Robo's into the force. You, you know what I'm saying about force fields, right? Yeah, I totally get it. Um, Yeah, this is why I, if I came over, I'd sleep in the tub, Robo. Out of respect for your force field. Um, let's see. I mean, my life, what can I tell you? My life's pretty boring. I mean, uh, I, uh, what can I tell you? I was, I went trick or treating. Now I was, I also planned to go to see, uh, that movie with the sand dune, which that ended up being an epic fail. So I went to this, I went to, uh, this was like a noon showing yesterday. Something like that. I went to do. <laughs> I'm I was the only guy. I was really surprised. I was the only guy in the theater. It's just me. I'm sitting over in a corner. It's assigned seats at this theater. So I went to my assigned seat, even though no one else was there. And now yesterday morning, I got up at 3 a.m., which is just, uh, it's too much. It's too much. Amber says magnanimous means learn, uh, Generous or forgiving, especially toward a rival or less powerful person. Am I generous and forgiving? Yeah, probably. I wonder how that guy would know. Anyway, Phil. I wonder how Phil would know that. So anyway, I'm in this theater by myself. Dune starts, finally, after 20 minutes of freaking ads or whatever. And uh, you guys, I freaking fell asleep in the movie. It's not because it was a, a particular bad movie at all. I was I was excited. I was getting into it. People people are talking about how awesome it's going to be. I was just so dead dog tired because I had been up so long. And I'm trying to think, has that ever happened to me before? I mean, I was by myself in a, I was the only dude in a the theater. And I don't know how long I was asleep, actually. I got up and I was like, fucking A. I mean, the, the, I'll just put it this way. There was a lot I was confused about and I just, I just thought, well, I can't have this. So I got up and left. <laughs> so I still don't, it was like a $20 nap. That's what it was. I went in, I got my ticket. I got a bottle of water because I'm trying to be good. I went in, I saw the first, I don't know, 10 minutes of Dune. Maybe I really don't know how much I saw. It wasn't much. And I don't know how long I slept after that. And I got up and left. 
Amber wonders what Yak thinks of Dune. Yeah, that would be a very good question, wouldn't it? Yak is in the movie business. He knows what's up. Maybe maybe uh, Yak and I could do a Dune review. But of course, I got to go back and see it because I didn't see it. I'm trying to think, Phil, if there's anything interesting. You seem to want my life to be interesting, right? You want a, pe- a peek inside a day in the life of the big diesel. I mean, something that's kind of interesting is and unique is I get all this interaction right from pepperonis like pretty much all day every day that's super fun and interesting and different I have all sorts of very interesting conversations that's pretty cool um other than that I don't know I don't know what to tell you let's see next letter we're at uh, 741 Uh, Hey, Tony, are you catching any of the NFL this year? I assume you are a Bears fan, and so you want to pull your hair out. Are there any other teams you follow? I think it has been a very interesting year so far. Love the show, and I listen at work every day. This is from Gary from Balmoria, Texas. Balmoria? Balmoria? Texas. I wonder how close that is to Amber. Texas is so huge. For all I know, it could be a six-hour drive. Amber, do you know Balmoria? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Well, Robo can tune out for a little bit because I'm talking sports. Uh, Yes, I have caught some NFL. I got a DVR this year, which is the way to go. And so I've I've caught several games. Um, Yeah, the Bears suck. It's horrible. I see potential in this kid. Um potential he has some plays a little bit here and there where it's like okay there's maybe something there i will say i don't like his demeanor on the sidelines i don't know if you other bears bears fans have noticed but uh like he was getting the shit kicked out of him what what was it in the tampa bay game they were down 30 to 3 and they showed him on the sideline he was just he was just kick kicking back leaning back like you know whatever i'm good i'm cool i didn't like that and then uh, just against, who the hell did we play over the weekend? Uh, San Francisco. The Bears were up most of that game. And then they go down, and I see him on the sidelines. He's just leaning back. I just don't like that demeanor. I, he needs to be he needs to be uh, bothered when he's behind. I think that's what the real winners do. It, it eats at them. It gets under their skin. All right? Other than that, I just hope it's not fucking Tom Brady again that goes to the Super Bowl. I'm sick of that shit. I did a video about it on YouTube. Actually, I was looking at my stats this morning. It's like my most popular YouTube video. Why I hate Tom Brady so much. <laughs> People love to get on there and give me comments, you know, especially after he won this last Super Bowl. Oh, my God. People just ripped me a new one in the comment section of that video. I told you so. He's the best ever. He's the goat. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying he's not great. I'm just saying I'm sick of the shit. Uh, Balmore. Balmore. Okay, Balmore is how I pronounce it. Thank you, Amber. Oh, Haunted at Birth is a Tom Brady fan. I just find him to be a boring quarterback. What can I say? The guy, the guy was a born GQ model is what he is. 
I don't know. I don't know why. I want to like him. I'm not saying he's not a great player. He's clearly an all-time great player. It's like, why Why is he so boring compared to other players? Let's look. Brett Favre. Okay, I should have hated Brett Favre because he's with the Packers, right? My sworn enemy is a Bears fan. But that dude grew on me bigger than shit over time. Not Tom Brady. No. I've been a Colts fan for a decade, so Tom Brady was my mortal enemy. Did I ever turn around and start liking him? No. Even after Peyton Manning retired? No. No. Who else? Aaron Rodgers. Tremendous. Again, plays for my sworn enemy. The guy's so good, you got to admire it. There's something I like about the guy. Not Tom Brady. I'm sick of the shit. He needs to retire. Please, for the love of God. Will the NFL please make him retire? Anyway, let's see what's in the next letter. Dear Tony, I'm 43 years old and well out of the house with kids of my own. I recently had a brand new and unwanted life experience when I had to bail my dad out of jail for soliciting a prostitute. Oh, Jesus. Uh, This experience was completely out of left field for me. I'm sure it was. Uh, Dad is 65 years old and has been married to my mom for over 30 years. Granted, they aren't one of those bubbly, happy poster couples, but I never expected this type of behavior. So far to my knowledge, my mom has no idea this happened. My question is, do I tell her or do I just keep my mouth shut and let my dad navigate this thing in his own way? If it were my marriage, I would want to be told. That's just me. Thank you for your thoughts, Tony. This is from Candace from Detroit, Michigan. Um, okay, Candace. All right. I'm going to say, now it's just my thoughts. I'm not a qualified person to answer this, right? I'm not qualified to answer this, but a couple thoughts. First of all, your dad is a grown adult. And um, I'm just erring on the side of just let bygones be bygones. Be Be supportive of him. I mean, if your dad, okay, if your dad is 65, okay, what does that say about your mom? Your mom is at least, oh wait, you're 43 years old. Okay, so we need to go at it that way. So if you're 43, your mom is at least 56 years old. Sorry, that's bad. Your mom is 63, maybe. Yeah, that's the correct math. Your mom is like at least 63. Your dad is 65. You know, And Robo makes a very good point. New experience for you, probably not a new experience for him. Probably right. And who knows? Maybe your mom even knows. If this is this is probably not a new experience for him, which probably means the cat's out of the bag and some, you know, in the past somehow, some sometime. I would leave it alone, Candace. That's what I would do. Your parents are grown adults. It's kind of not your business. I mean, do you really want to yeah, Tank says you're 43, not 7. Very well said, Tank. 
Yeah, Tank says, let your dad handle his business, not your place to tattle. I totally agree. I totally agree. Good job helping out your dad. It says something that I guess he reached out to you and is like, oh, holy shit. I'm in a bit of a pickle. Candace. You ever go by candy? I did not eat any of you yesterday. I'm so proud of myself. No candy. <clears throat> yep, leave this one alone, Candace. I think the pepperonis have spoken. That's what I'm hearing uh, here, there, and everywhere. And, I mean, do I think that... Uh... All right, let me, let me just sort of riff, right? Does it kind of hurt my heart that there would be a, a married guy... Um, seeking out the services of a prostitute. Yeah, it sort of does. See, I'm a I'm a hopeless romantic, and so now this is, I'm sure this is very what would I say, uh, completely unrealistic. But in my brain, now I say this as a single person. So what the fuck do I? Anything romantic, all right, for me is just a. It's already just a. It's a concept. It's a conceptual fantasy, right? There's no real romance. Well, almost none. And, uh... Robo, I'll get to your point. That's an interesting point, dear. Interesting point. Um... Anyway, the hopeless romantic in me says... A married guy should want to have sex with his wife. That's what he should be striving for. And that's where the, but again, I'm a guy. I don't know if it's a curse or a blessing. I think it's a blessing. I could only be with, uh, with a lady that I love. That's it. Robo says, actually, what if the mom doesn't know and he gives the mom STDs? Fair point. Very fair point. I, I have this feeling th this is maybe a, a sexless marriage, let's call it. I just, if if I had to guess. Because if a guy's having sex with his wife and he's seeking prostitutes, I, I mean, that's, I don't know, that's another level. Wait, I didn't say to keep her mouth shut. I think we need more information to make a judgment. Oh, Robo with her more information. We need more information. I mean... I, I hear what you're saying. But we also, we got to give an answer. We can't have all these to be continued. Hey, Candace, will you listen to this podcast and write back and give us more info? Yeah. Tank, Tank, uh, Tank and I are on the same level. Tank says, I would never pay for it. Put in the work and earn it. <laughs> That's where the spice of life is. I'm sure. All right, 7.51, nine minutes left. It's been a really fun show. I, You guys, let's have a good week, everybody, okay? Positive vibes. All right, next letter. Uh, Dear Tony, I work for a large grocery chain across the U.S. My area is mostly the Midwest, covering Wyoming, Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Nevada. Is that really the Midwest? Anyway, it says... I recently talked with our distribution center and currently they are only able to fulfill about 50% of our store's dry goods orders, as in the store's pl 
place their orders and they will only receive about half of what they need. It's not even the holiday rush yet. I was also told that is not going to get any better anytime soon. My question is, do you think I should be stocking up on dry goods at home just in case? <laughs> this is from Ken L. Ken L wants to know this. Now, Ken, maybe you've not been a long, a long time listener, okay? But Ken, so first of all, you wrote to a guy. I'm a person that's been stocking shit up for a year and a half. I could... I could feed my neighborhood for a while. Okay, so just know who you're writing into. But let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You're on the inside. Okay, you're you're with a you're you work for a grocery chain and you've been warned that you the best you're going to do is half of the shit you even order is going to be fulfilled. Okay? Now, Ken, you're in a position where you're going to know this because of your job. This is a this is a canary in the coal mine for you, okay? And other people, it's there's going to be this big long delay. So, Ken, yes, yes, take this information that has been given to you, and and uh, uh, put some fucking cans of beans in your house, cans of soup, something. All right. So, so, so that's what we're looking at, Ken. All right, you have a bit of info now. You've shared it with uh, the internet, so you better hurry up. Yes, stock up, would you? Okay, for a rainy day. What's the worst that could happen? We all know that inflation is here and it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. I talked about it on one of the shows, I think, or something. But stocking up on on uh, long-term food, could be whatever, can of tuna, can of soup, whatever, that's actually a hedge against inflation. So it's a good financial move anyway. No problem. So just do it, Ken, okay? It's not rocket science. You've been, the Lord has graced you with some insider information. And so, yes, please act on it. Haunted at birth wants you to buy some beans. I do too. All right, next letter. Dear Tony, love the show, and I can't believe how much content you have put out. You know what? I can't believe it either, to be honest. Given that it's live is even more amazing. I just started live streaming last month, and it's going okay, but my big problem is trolls. I don't get a ton of trolls, but when I do get one, they really trip me up badly. Do you have any advice on how to handle trolls? I figure if anyone has cracked the code, it's you. Thank you. This is from Donnie from Appleton, Wisconsin. Thank you, Donnie. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of proud of my troll game. Yeah, and I mean, truth be told, I sort of enjoy. I don't want to egg anyone on, but I sort of half enjoy it. Like, it certainly doesn't make me worried when uh, when I get a troll in the thing. Now, there's a skill that you build up, okay? And I think the answer to your question, Donnie, is just experience. Just stick with it. But what I've developed over time, so if you're live streaming, you have these commenters and stuff um, talking to you in the in the thing, 
And you need to develop this ability to kind of on the fly kind of see who's a who's a troll who's trying to trip you up and who's not. It's never a perfect science. But uh, another thing that I've um, that I think works so you can ignore them. That's one thing. Now, another thing you can do, Donnie, is just face them head on. Like uh, in the start of the show, there was a guy that's like, take off that ridiculous hat, right? Well, that's a fucking troll. I just dealt right with him, just went right at it. And it's fine. Who gives a shit? I think sometimes these trolls, you know, they're uh, they're lonely people, right? They're, they're sitting in their uh, mother's basement. You know, they're like 38 years old. They... Uh, you know, they work at the GameStop, right? That's their, they're a cashier at the GameStop. They're sitting in their mother's basement and just life doesn't make sense. So they, so they just find out they they can't, they don't have like real um, social circles with like people in reality, <laughs> kind of like me. Um, so they have to then lash out online, right? So trolls, basically, you just have to, Realize this is a pathetic, sad person. Now, Donnie, if you have the wherewithal to actually live stream, that means you have some brain cells. You got something going on. And probably the reality is the person you're dealing with, the trolling person, is probably like at their core um, a dumb fuck. All right? Because we've already said, you know, they're at the GameStop, they scan a thing, they go find the they go find the CD, they put it in the case. They're like, "Did you want insurance on that?" You know, that's how that's that's the extent of what they had to do. You know, had to learn for their job. So just don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. Anyone that's a really good troll, think about this. Anyone that's a really good troll, will have graduated to the other side of the microphone. If they're funny, if they're smart, if they're witty, if they're quick, they're going to become a live streamer. They're not going to keep... They're, they're, they're going to think, you know, I'm funny. Yeah, Haunted at Birth. We'll see. We'll see, Haunted. Yeah, you could have a Chicago tank in your stream too. If you if you got some muscle, Donnie, in your uh, stream, that could help too. <laughs> Acuity one, that's a good line. How long did you work at GameStop? <laughs> See, that's good. See, Donnie, what I did. That's kind of a trollish comment, but it's funny. So I called it right out. I'm not afraid of uh, yeah, a funny commenter. That's good. But like this haunted is at birth, right? Kind of off the rails. So I've used the ignoring uh, technique. Now I've interacted with Haunted a little bit. And, uh, you know, but now he's got so many comments that I'm doing using the ignoring technique. See how that works? Just keep at it, Donnie. Tell me what your stream is too. I'll check it out. All right, let's do one more letter. Dear Tony, I've never had the travel bug like I have for the past year or so. I guess when it looks like something is being taken away, you want it more than ever. In the spirit of my lust for travel, would you please list all the countries you have traveled to and maybe a memory or two? Thank you kindly. This is from Janice B. Uh, Janice, 
cool letter. Let's see. Okay, what are all the countries I've been to? Well, they, let's see the easy ones. Canada. I think I remember being a kid. First time up in Canada was something about... Uh, saw a bunch of... Oddly enough, I mean, this sounds dumb, but... A bunch of geese. Some sort of geese migration up in Canada. I guess those would be Canadian geese, right? Let's see. I've been to... Uh, what's the... Oh, Vancouver. Oh, my God. Vancouver, Canada. Oh, that was coming up on 20 years ago. I don't know if Vancouver is still this wide open, lawless uh, drug capital. That place, back when I was there, I could, you could, there was so much weed in that city. I'm not even kidding. The, the scent of weed would come up through the sewer grates. It was like the whole fucking city was getting high. I've never seen anything like it. Let's see, so Canada, uh, Mexico, I've been to Mexico. Um, I've been to Mexico probably a few times. Let's see, Jamaica. Um, let's see, I've been to Great Britain. Uh, Spain. I don't know, is that it? Uh, some of the little islands, let's see. Um, in the Caribbean. I suppose those are like, let's say Grand Cayman. Is that a country? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. Janice, uh, good luck. I, now's a, a difficult time to travel. I'll tell you where I want to go is Japan. You know, that's on my bucket list. I want to go to Japan. I want to see a, a sumo tournament. I want to sing karaoke with a beautiful baby, right? With some Japanese people. You know, be, be in uh, some high-class hotel in uh, Tokyo. Some sort of... I hear they have these karaoke bars. She and I can sing I Did It My Way or some shit like that with some Japanese people. Tremendous. Tremendous. I've recently learned that... Uh, Traveling to Japan, I'm exempt from uh, being limited on carbs, which makes me want to go even more. It's amazing how few carbs I've had. It's a real thing. Konami Leaker says Japan looks cool. Doesn't it? Doesn't it look so cool? The Japanese worship cats, Robo Kitty? Is this true? I worship a cat. Cat and a half. Just the lights, just the, and plus, I want to feel like a tall person. You know what I mean? And I think, is tall even the right word? I want to feel like a normal heighted person. And I think Japan can deliver that to me, I think. I'm not sure. Maybe I could get that in Korea too. South Korea. I'm not I'm not bucking for North Korea. I think that's pretty good damage. We're at 803. What a morning, huh? I didn't even go through much of my coffee and I ran out of my cans of bubbly water. I'm at these big bottles now. I gotta go out and replenish my supply. Anyway, it's been just tremendous hanging out with you people. All hail Tyler. 
the bene be benevolent croissant. It's a hard word. I never know. These people that are that pronounce French like they know what they're doing have ruined that fucking word for me, right? I don't. I, back in the twenty years ago, twenty five years ago, I would have said crescent, crescent roll. Now it's croissant. You know, I never know how to pronounce it. Tyler's the half a cat I worship. If you know what I mean. Lady Letter Carrier, goodbye to you. Thank you, dear. Thanks for spending. Thanks for spending the morning with me. Haunted at birth. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe not. It's been real. Everybody, I hope you have a wonderful day today. Let's try and get some shit done, okay? Let's try to get some shit done. And uh, I will see you again tomorrow morning. Same bad time, same bad place. Until we meet again, be safe. And please, don't take any shit from anybody. See you tomorrow. Bye.